Welcome to On Texas Football. It's the recruiting breakdown each and every week. Jerry and Justin get together and uh, give us the lowdown of what's going on in the recruiting world. Uh, a lot of things uh, going on right now with the Longhorns. Adding a commitment for the class of 2025 over the weekend. Reiner Swanson, the tight end out of Laguna Beach, California, started off the 2024 visit weekend as well. Uh, but today we're going to kind of, those are all known facts. Uh, what I want to do with both Justin and Jerry is kind of let the experts speak about what they know is going on a little bit behind the scenes as we get going here. We did a breakdown a week or two ago uh, that went position by position. And I want to go in the class of 2024, position by position, and you guys tell us what is the very latest. Trey Owens is already committed at quarterback, so we're going to bypass him and go straight to running back. Jarek Gibson uh, and Christian Clark seem to be the two guys everybody wants to know about. Jerry, what is the very latest there? Yeah, I don't think there's any change, really. Uh, Jared, both guys are uh, Longhorn leans. Um, Jarek Gibson was at Georgia this last weekend. Georgia's not really uh, thought to be a destination possibility for him. Uh, Georgia loves Chauncey Bowens, the uh, running back committed to Florida, who's uh, supposed to be at Georgia this weekend. Uh, of course, Bowens plays for former Florida quarterback Eric Cresser, so Georgia has their work cut out for him. But I just said that just to know that, you know, Jarrett Gibson is maybe behind a couple other guys, but also what happens with Chauncey for Georgia. What happens with Chauncey Gibson also uh, impacts, uh, or sorry, Chauncey Bowens impacts Texas. And Georgia and going after Christian Clark. He's coming in on the 23rd through 25th to Georgia. So both those guys, Texas is at, really has at the top of their board. Uh, they have visits. Both went the one's been to Georgia. Another will go to Georgia. Uh, Jarrett Gibson will be at Miami this weekend. That's the competition for Texas. It was Tennessee headed into the season, but I, I think it's Miami right now. He went, uh, Gibson went down there twice in the spring. And so if a team could pull an upset, and I don't think they will, it would be Miami. Um, there's a number of IMG guys down there. Obviously, he's from Gainesville. And Miami made the run at Cedric Baxter late before Baxter committed to Texas. So it's nothing Texas hasn't dealt with. It's nothing that was unexpected. Uh, but then Gibson will be at uh, Texas on the 23rd through 25th. Christian Clark will be at Oregon this weekend, which I think he's that's the sleeper in his recruitment. Uh, he already went to USC in May. I think Oregon's the sleeper there. Then he goes to Texas the 16th through 18th before he goes to Georgia the 23rd through 25th. But Texas is the leader on both those guys. I think it would be an upset if they don't get one of them, uh, but we'll see. Uh, Phoenix Mountain Point uh, yes. is where Christian Clark is from uh, and Jared Gibson all the way on the other coast. You know, uh, Not that Arizona's got a coast, by the way. I, I, don't, I, wanna, I don't want anybody buying any property there. Uh, yeah, no, but I, I think that's good. Texas hasn't strayed or no new names have come up as far as you guys know, right? At running back? No, no not okay. for 2024. Okay. 2025 is a whole different playing field, but not for this guy's cycle. Okay, Justin, I'm going to come to you now and talk about wide receivers, okay? Uh, so the Longhorns, we think, are going to take two to three uh, wide receivers at least. Uh, and they're going, as, they're going for uh, the best players they can. Justin, give us the latest on this group of receivers. <clears throat> Texas has got visits set with, uh, whatever you have to say. Yeah, um, Micah Hudson remains the number one on the big board, probably every team in the country. Uh, he's still scheduled to see Texas Tech next weekend. Then he'll be in at Austin the 23rd and the 25th with, with teammate and a fellow Texas target and offer Selman Bridges. 
Um, it's pretty much status quo there. I believe it's a Texas, Texas Tech battle right now. Ohio State's in the mix. They're going to get an official visit at some point. Alabama's in the mix. Uh, but And Texas A&M might actually get an official as well. Micah keeps a lot of stuff close to the vest, but it, it remains a Texas, Texas Tech battle. Um, it, the rest of the wide receivers is where it kind of gets a little uh, fuzzy. Jordan Anderson is a priority. He's the kid out of Newport Beach that's committed to Oregon. Bryant Wesco is a priority. He's a wide receiver out of Midlothian who's kind of trending to LSU right now. He was you know, OU kind of looking like a, a sooner. Uh, now that doesn't look to be the case. I think he's kind of trending to LSU right now. Parker Livingstone just took an official visit to South Carolina. He'll be back on campus in Texas in a few weeks for his official as well. He, he told Inside Texas he's got his commitment date for July 1st. Um, and then you got a bunch of other guys that that are big names and big time prospects. And I feel like Texas is is testing the waters. They're, t- they're trying to see they got Ryan Wingo coming in. You're talking about a five star from St. Louis. It's just dynamic. They're, Jojo Stone, he took a, an LSU commit out of Georgia. He came in on an unofficial uh, a couple months ago. They're going to try to get him back on campus as well. I think the number is going to be three, Bobby. But like we've talked about before with the with, with the portal and receiver, I could see him taking two and then maybe a portal guy later. It, it really depends on what that room looks like after this season, because you're probably going to lose Worthy. You lose Jordan Whittington. You might lose A.D. Mitchell. Like there's going to be some holes there uh, to, to get filled in. And so I, I think the number is going to be three at receiver, but it could be two with a, a portal guy at the end. Either way, Sark is going big game hunting. Just He's been watching a lot of Tashar t- Choice shows. Because no matter who they they're in for right now, especially in state, if if you're going to listen, say a Ryan Williams wide receiver out of Saraland, KJ Lacey's top target, they're going to go after him. They're they're going to get they're going to try to get the best that they possibly can. You know, like we talked about in production, Jerry had mentioned. You know, Sark's going to go through who, whoever he thinks he can get, and I can, I completely agree with that. And so. Uh, they're setting themselves up pretty well. I love where they're at with Livingstone. I don't like where they're at with Wesco. It's a split with Micah Hudson. And Jordan Anderson told me he's taking an official visit to Texas at some point. It isn't scheduled. And so as of right now, that seems to be the, the clearest picture at receiver. Here's a question I have uh, for, for you guys uh, both. Um, Parker Livingstone is going to be the earliest one of that group to decide, we believe, at this point, right? As yeah, right now. July. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that that makes sense. Also, I want to make a note. It looks like Christian Clark. I forgot that we neglected to mention this. Looks like Christian Clark also taking a visit to Florida State. I wanted to add that one in. Yeah, there. he was he was at Florida State last weekend. He's got Oregon this weekend, uh, Texas, then Georgia, and he okay. had USC in May. Okay. Perfect. Thanks, Jerry. All right, Jerry. I want to go to you. Say thanks to our sponsor. Then we're going to talk tight end and offensive line with Jerry. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, welcome to our newest sponsor once again, Change the Arbor of Goosehead Insurance. There are hundreds of insurance providers out there to choose from, but Chase and his team have vetted the very best. They select only insurance companies that deserve your business for home, auto, life, flood, and umbrella policies. With rates on the rise across the state, why not make one phone call and allow Chase to shop for you? Goosehead is the largest independent brokerage in the state of Texas. Contact Chase Yarborough at chase.yarborough at goosehead.com or call him at 325-261-7127. Again, that's Chase Yarborough of Goosehead Insurance. Thank you for being a great sponsor of the Recruiting Breakdown. Hey, Jerry, I, I just talked to Reiner Swanson on uh, on Monday 
I did a one-on-one interview with him. Great kid, uh, by the way. Awesome. Wow. Um, anyways, long story short, it sounds like he's going to wait until the fall. He really liked his Texas visit, but he's got Oregon this coming week, and then he's going on a trip, I think, to Europe, yeah. and then he's going to come back, and he's not going to see BYU, he thinks, until like September. September. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's going to play this out. What about Jordan Washington, the one down, the tight end down at Langham Creek? He visited AM over the weekend. Do you have the latest there? Yeah, well, he's got Arizona State this weekend. Then he comes to Texas the 16th through 18th. He's actually got a midweek to UTSA. That was the first school to offer him. Um, but, you know, look, I, this one, unless he sets the Alabama official visit, and I'm not counting out Arizona State. I think Brian Carrington, those guys have done a really good job identifying him early. Um, and Utah could get a visit. I, I just I don't know which way he's going to go on the 23rd through 25th. I, I lean to Bam if they bring him in, obviously. But it's going to come down to AM in Texas, and I think Texas is the favorite. Uh, I think the offensive scheme really fits him. Um, and I and I think he's seen what Texas has done with uh, JT Sanders, and that's really appealing to him. Um, I've not talked to him since the Texas AM visit this weekend, to be clear. Uh, but I, I, I just don't think anything is major is changing there. I think that's it's Texas is to lose right now. And we'll see if he makes that trip to Bama. And by the way, I want to mention on wideouts. I mean, we got it. We do need to mention on the Ryan Wingo stuff. Sark personally was recruiting him through his wide receiver coaching transition. So I, if Ryan Wingo wants to jump on board at any point, he, yeah, he nobody's no, Jojo Stone could be the same way. Yeah. Jojo Stone could be the same nobody's way. Nobody's turning down a five star. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly right, Justin. All right. Hey, what about the, what's the latest? Let's move to positions and let's talk about offensive line. Jerry, the very latest there. Yeah, I mean, uh, Ori Williams not visiting. We, we Inside Texas broke that uh, last week. He's not coming in on 23rd through 25th. Uh, Texas is in talks with Brandon Baker and his family. Texas is trying to get him in on the 16th through 18th. He says he's going to make that June visit to Texas. The question with that is, does Texas or Oregon get that 16th through 18th weekend? One of them's going to have a midweek. One of them's going to have the weekend visit because he's got Ohio State this week. Brandon Baker, we're talking out of uh, the number one offensive tackle in the on three industry rankings. And then he's got Georgia the 23rd through 25th. Um, despite those two being the, the the set visits right now, I think Texas, Oregon, a pretty good spot here with Ohio State. I don't think Georgia's going to be the pick. Uh, so it'll, it's going to come down to who gets that 16th through 18th visit. Texas or Oregon, and somebody's going to end up getting the midweek. So we'll see which way that goes. Um, Makai Saina was at Texas A&M this weekend. He goes to USC the 16th through 18th. Then he goes to Texas the 23rd through 25th. I can tell you that offensive line coach is going to be huge in that decision with not only the kid but the mom. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if Oregon get, can snatch a visit to uh, in June. Uh, that could be this weekend. Uh, possibly. I, I don't think it's set yet, but it could be. Um, but then, you know, look, Daniel Cruz was at Ohio State. Now he starts this visits to AM the 9th through 11th, Oklahoma 16th through 18th, Texas 23rd through 25th. That's each school's big visit weekend. Um, he is the number one interior guy on the board for all those schools. Uh, I still think Texas is in a good spot for him. Uh, you know, Daniel Calhoun was at Georgia. You know, I spoke with somebody very close to the Georgia staff this morning. They're hearing the same thing I'm hearing. It's Georgia and Texas right now. Could go either way. 
Um, and Isle will be a factor in that recruitment. He does visit Alabama this weekend. He goes to Tennessee the 16th through 18th. Obviously, his father played linebacker at Alabama, but he's not considered a lean in Alabama. It looks more like a Georgia-Texas decision right now for Calhoun. Nair Daniels was at FSU last weekend. He goes comes to Texas the 23rd through 25th. I think Georgia gets a visit. Um, he seems to be like Sadir Mitchell was trending at this time. That recruitment's headed south, even though Penn State's being mentioned. It just feels like that recruitment's headed south towards the decision. So we'll see if Texas can snag him uh, because uh, Kyle Flood does have a lot of connections in New Jersey, especially around Bergen. One of the things that uh, struck me uh, when I was speaking to Ryan Swanson on, on Monday, uh, he I asked him specifically how big of a pull is the SEC for, for a, a player from California. Right. Right. He said it's huge. Yeah, it's the same thing for a guy from New Jersey. Yeah, in Nair Daniels, it's huge. Uh, so, well, let's, I mean, let's look see how it all plays out. I know you got to hit another position, but I, look, there's a question on the board. We were talking about Corey and Gibson's uh, recruitment today with Clemson, and I, I think it's just hard for fans to understand uh, that when kids are 10, 11, 12, 13, that's when they really when they learn college football and what if these guys watch they watch Alabama and Clemson win five national championships in a row for five years I mean they've watched Dow Georgia in LSU was mixed in there I mean that's just what that's what these kids know it, it all around the country that's what they know yeah that's fair that's fair all right hey Justin I want to go to you and talk about the edges uh any big news right as of right now uh with the edge prospects for uh Texas you know, there's it's it's kind of a mixed bag. I uh, got to bump into Colin Simmons on Friday at the SMU Mega Camp. He was up there with his trainer, just supporting teammates and friends. Uh, told me he really enjoyed the on three NIL Elite Series in Nashville. Shout out to Shannon Terry and those guys for putting on a fantastic, uh, fantastic production. Colin absolutely loved that. And then the very next sentence was, "I can't wait to get back to Texas." Uh, we've said this from a long, for, for a while now, and I don't think it's changed. It's Texas and LSU battle right now. Um, and and I, I don't want to know. I don't know if he's leaning one way or the other. I kind of feel like LSU is probably that the, the, the soft leader there. But Texas has some draw to them. They really do. They have some of those Metroplex players that are really close to Simmons that you wouldn't think about from a Malik Muhammad, a Jonte Cook, and Anthony Hill. These are guys that Colin knows really well. And so it's going to come down to either staying close to home or going to, to call in Baton Rouge at this stage. Uh, but I do think Texas has a few things up their sleeve. Zena Umiazulu is going to come in on his official in, in, in late June. Uh, I think Texas remains in a great spot there. They're fighting off Oklahoma. They're fighting off Texas A&M. I think some of the bigger schools might have pulled off of Zena a little bit. And so I feel like it's more of a regional recruitment now. But I feel like those are probably the two most noteworthy. I want to mention Danny Okoye. The he's the sleeper. He's the sleeper for Danny Okoye. Listen, put on the tape. He's the the homeschool kid out of uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Put on the tape. That kid is the Nigerian nightmare 2.0 on a different side of the ball. Like he looks incredible, and and he put out a top ten. People told me that Oklahoma State was kind of the where he was trending. They weren't even in his top ten, and this kid could probably do a lot better. Uh, no, no offense, you know, Mike Gundy in the mullet. But, yeah, Okoye is a guy that I think people kind of need to be aware of. And then there's a few others that 
Texas is throwing, you know, they really need to hit edge hard in this 24 cycle. They've hit five stars at virtually every other position over the last three years, except for edge, it feels like. Guys like Jordan Ross that's going to come in. They're, they're trying hard to fight for a guy like him. And then you've got a few other kids out of, out of on the West Coast from Arizona, like a Noah Carter from Centennial, a Deshaun Warner out of Scottsdale. Those are some other guys that, that have visits planned as well. And so I see Texas taking probably two or three at that spot, if not more. And that's always a spot, too, where they'll look for in the portal. Because if you can bring a guy in that's got experience getting to the quarterback at the college level, you bring him in immediately. And so I, I think one thing that's going to help them, guys, is Anthony Hill playing some edge this year. When they see Anthony Hill bending the outside, bending that arc, I think that's going to help them a little bit. PK has has really resonated with a lot of these kids. I like what they're doing with Colin Simmons. You just have to stay the course. This is a marathon. Zena feels like they're in a great spot right there. I know it's, his brother Neto is, is happy. He's in Austin. That's beneficial. Zena's visited Texas more than any other combined. And then you have to remember the guys like Danny Okoye, Jordan Ross, Deshaun Warner, Noah Carter. They put out a lot of lures for the edge position with Colin Simmons mainly being the big fish. Hey, only two guys in state out of that whole group that you just mentioned. Um, It just continues the trend that we talked about. Texas now has 48 official visitors set for the month of June. One has already taken place. That's Reiner Swanson. We talked about him earlier. More than half are from out of state. It, it just continues to, to shock me. And probably the biggest position uh, that is out of state, Jerry, is the defensive line. Uh, go go with those guys and talk a little bit about what's happening of note late with the, the defensive line recruits. We'll start with the in-state guy, Alex January, Duncanville. Uh, another Texas-LSU battle. I mean, he's, gonna, he's at FSU at Miami in June, but it's really Texas-LSU for January. Uh, a lot of Texas LSU battles at Duncanville. DeCorey and Moore, same thing. JV on yep. holiday, same thing. Uh, Keelan Russell, we'll see if LSU offers him. Texas isn't in that one, but the 2025 quarterback from Duncanville. LSU offers him another uh, more LSU juice up in Duncanville. So Alex January comes in the 23rd through 25th. That's Texas is the lose. I mean, uh, if somebody's been on campus more than, uh, if you could say times five what Zena has been, it's it's January over the years with the dad being a season ticket holder, former yeah. player, Mike January, who's actually from Lake Charles, Westlake High School. Bobby, I'm sure you've driven by there a few times over the years. Uh, had some players. But uh, then it goes out of state. Melvin Hills at Lafayette Christian Academy comes in the 16th through 18th. And I think Texas fans may be dismissing him too much. I, I, I think Texas likes the motor and where that frame's going to go and how he bounced back off an ACL. Uh, and remember, he played two knee braces on last year, just a protective thing. He's not this spring and he's not next season. So I think you're going to see a better player on tape. Ole Miss is the competition there right now. Um, then you have the TJ Lindsay, uh, who was at, out of Bryan, Arkansas. He's at IMG now. He'll be on that same defensive line with Jaden Jackson, another target, and Jordan Johnson Rubel at safety. Uh, but, you know, TJ Lindsay was Auburn this weekend. I think he's got Miami. Um, maybe FSU, then A&M in Texas. Texas gets the last visit. I think Bo Davis has done a pretty good job there. We'll see which way that goes. Uh, watch out for Miami if somebody's going to pull an outside the SEC upset there. Uh, then Jaden Jackson was at Florida this weekend. I don't see him going there. He's out of Brownsburg, Indiana. It's at IMG. Uh, and he's a big one after Terrence Hibbler uh, committed to Mississippi State. They're very similar players, 6'2", 300 pounds, really strong punchy guys at the point of attack with disruptive quickness. Uh, Ohio State gets a visit. This He hasn't released his visits, but I'm going with what 
I think is going to happen. Uh, Miami this weekend, more than likely in the 9th through 11th. Ohio State the 16th through 18th. Texas the 23rd through 25th. Maybe Oklahoma's the 16th through 18th. And Ohio State takes him midweek, so they just have him on campus. Ohio State's done that before in June. They did that with Terrence Brooks a couple of years ago. Um, but that one's Ohio State, Texas headed into June. We'll see if Miami can make a run there. You know, then you get into Dominic McKinley, the five-star out of uh, Acadiana and Lafayette. He comes in the 23rd through 25th, but his timeline looks a little different because I think LSU is doing a good job of trying to get these kids to decide in the fall. Take those OVs now to all these other places. Come to us in the fall. If that remains true, then, you know, you got to bet on LSU. But look, uh, Ohio State got a visit last weekend. Now he starts that regional run. He goes to uh, A&M this weekend, Oklahoma, and then Texas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Um, so Texas has a lot of guys. I mean, there's a couple other guys there. Isaiah Funga, who's committed to Utah, until he bounces off that Utah commitment, uh, where his uh, uncle's that defensive line coach, I'm not going to give Texas the shot, the realistic shot. But if he does decommit, he's going to Texas as of right now. But he still has to do it. It's one thing to decommit normally. It's another thing to call your uncle and decommit. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, colleges have been expecting to do it three months. And I, that phone call has not been made, <laughs> clearly. So we'll see what happens there. Um, uh, but, yeah, Texas got a number of guys. And, look, they're still out there evaluating that position. One of the things we talk about with the staff is, uh, they're going to continue to evaluate guys, um, and and don't be surprised if another name or two doesn't pop up. Maybe a late that last weekend in July, early uh, September official visit. Got it. Um, let's let's talk next, uh, Jerry. Before before we go any further, yeah. let's talk about the linebacker group. I, I want right. to stick with you, and I, you have something, Justin. You want to step in on? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, it's a two linebacker class. Ty Anthony Smith just got back from Texas A&M in his official visit. If there's one, one, if the, I feel like, and Jerry may have a, I think that A&M is going to be Ty Anthony's main competition for Texas. I still feel like Texas is the team to beat there, uh, the athletic uh, linebacker out of Jasper. But A&M's trying to make it interesting. Uh, he'll be on, on his official in a couple weeks. Remember this name, K- Kamar Matuti. The, the Campbell Hall uh, high school kid out of Los Angeles, California. Uh, Texas offered him a while back. He dropped the top schools list. They made that list. He looks like he's going to be visiting this summer. Don't be surprised because Justin Williams remains, obviously, at the top of that board. The Conroe Oak Ridge linebacker is as good as it gets in the country. But if they can't, if they can't sway him to get him on campus at least, I think they could shift that to Mathuti. He's got a lot of a Keenan Robinson to him. For your old Texas fans, uh, you know, from the late 2000s, early 2010s, he, he's an electric inside guy that I wouldn't be surprised if, if they can't move the, the the needle with Justin Williams. They focus, they put some more of that focus on Mathuti. Watch his tape. That guy is outstanding. So right now I still, I remain, I think it's a two linebacker class. And I think those are the two guys that seem the most realistic outside of Williams. And I'm interested to see what Jerry has to add. Yeah. 
Jerry, what are your thoughts? Because I, I still think they're mostly a one, maybe a two linebacker class. You can't turn I, down either one of these guys. Uh, no, I, I get it. But yeah. I, I think the numbers are, are the numbers right now. Yeah. Because unless they have some attrition at linebacker, which is always possible, right? Jerry, or Jelani stays at nickel. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I think that's I, – I, I agree with Justin. Uh, look, Ty Anthony, I think that is, is swinging towards Texas uh, momentum-wise. Um, that's the last visit he takes before he goes on his uh, uh, carnival cruise, uh, vacation, family vacation there. Um, but, yeah, no, I, and, and Mathudi's the other guy. Then they're bringing the, both those guys in at the same time. I think that's kind of going to be a consistent message uh, with those guys. But – yeah, I mean, look, you recruit Justin Williams. You know you're going to recruit through the whistle on that. Uh, Georgia and Oregon's going to get him as of right now. Um, you know, Joseph Jonah Jaune, who I didn't even mention in D-line at this point. He's visiting Georgia the 23rd through 25th. So I could see both those guys headed there if Oregon doesn't get Justin Williams. I just think you're not going to get everybody, and I think those are two that uh, it, it's not looking good for right now. Agreed. All right, Jerry, will you say thanks uh, one last time to our sponsor? Then, Justin, I'm going to give you the defensive backs. Get ready for it. Yeah, well, welcome to our newest sponsor, Chase Yarbrough Goosehead Insurance. There are hundreds of insurance providers out there to choose from, but Chase and his team have vetted the very best. They select only insurance companies that deserve your business for home, auto, life, flood, and umbrella policies with rates around the rise across the state. Why not make one phone call and allow Chase to shop for you? Goosehead is the largest independent brokerage in the state of Texas. Contact Chase at chase.yarborough at goosehead.com or pick up the phone. Give him a call, 325-261-7127. Obviously, you don't pick up the phone. Pick up your cell phone. Uh, but thank you to Chase Yarborough of Goosehead Insurance. However you get in touch with him, do it. Rotary. <laughs> hey, Jerry, Just, Justin's over here going East Texas on us with the rotary phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go to Grandma's house with the long cord. Hey, Justin, uh, take us down to the DBs. What's the latest news among the guys that they're recruiting at DBs that's broken? Bobby, before I hit on DBs, understand this. I was raised by my grandparents. When I wanted to use the telephone that wasn't in the, the living room in front of everybody, it was one of those where you took it off the hook, you held it right here, and the other one you spoke into it. I used to trade cards on one of those type of phones. It wasn't even rotary. It was one of those other old-style ones. So, hey. I'm old school through and through. Um, DB is one of the, you know, we talked about how Texas has gone out of state at a number of positions in this class. And part of that, I think, is because the in-state crop in a few of these spots just isn't that as strong as it's been in the past. Defensive back is not that way. They're, they are loaded back there. It starts with Kobe Black at corner. That remains a good spot there. Uh, Texas getting him on the on, in late June for an official visit. I feel like that's still trending, Texas. They have pushed every correct button since January in that recruitment, and I feel like they're still in a good spot. Um, Corey and Gibson's the popular subject, and I'm going to let Jerry kind of take, take some of that as well because, you know, there's a lot of – I think somebody's going to be really wrong <laughs> on this Gibson. Clemson or Texas, one of the staffs is going to be totally wrong on what they're thinking right now. Exactly. Jerry Both of them think they're getting the kid. Somebody's yes. not getting the kid. But look, <laughs> Alabama thought they are getting K.J. Lacey two weeks ago. It happens. Right, right, right. And I've maintained when, when, when Texas lost Chris Gilbert, that hurt him. Did it kill him off the recruitment? Absolutely not. Corian's too smart to, to do that. It, 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 it knocked him back a few pegs, but it, it definitely didn't put another mix. Sark had been taking over that recruitment from the start anyway. 
And he had focused on him telling Gibson he could play some corner. He could play some nickel, play some safety. And so, but it just looks and smells and feels like Clemson right now. There's just so many things that kind of point to Clemson. Not to mention, they're one of the hottest teams recruiting right now. Now, I say that, and I want to throw this at Jerry. They just landed Sammy Brown. They're doing really well in Texas over the last two or three years. Are you surprised Gibson hasn't committed yet? And the fact that he hasn't committed yet, that's what leads me to believe Texas still has a shot. We know he's still going to take that official. We know he's still going to see Alabama. Let's piggyback this DB thing. Well, yeah, so, so I got two thoughts. Uh, and and I'm, this is an anti-Chris uh, uh, Gilbert. If Clemson doesn't come into the picture and offer Gibson, the kid's going to Texas 100%. It doesn't matter if Gilbert's there or not. I that, agree. Clemson's I agree. the only school that could upset the apple cart. And when they found out Gibson's always wanted that offer and they got that kid on campus with his mom and said, ooh, this kid's a fit. And I do think Corian's a fit with how Dabo recruits. Then it became real for Texas. Yeah. It's interesting because, Bobby, if, we're, if you if you follow the visits, traditional in recruiting, he's been to Clemson March 27th, April 15th for the spring game, and June 2nd for an official visit. From Lancaster, Texas, with his mom three times in that amount of time, would you lead you to say, let's just write the Clemson commitment story and move on with this, right? Um, but the whole key is we know how Dabo works. Sammy Brown commits today. He pushes for these guys to commit and shut this thing down like Mac Brown used to do. Uh, so I think if Corian shows up at Bama this weekend, then Clemson's probably going to start to lose a little bit of that faith they had. Because then he goes to Ohio State, then he goes to Texas. And it, is he really going to show up in Austin on his birthday weekend and, and, and be secretly committed to Clemson? I don't see it. I think Texas has got a better read on that one. So and if he continues making the visits, I think it's really good news for Texas. See, that's what I wanted. I needed I needed confirmation from yeah. Jerry on that. So my feelings were just justified. Yeah, so they were justified. But also, Corey in his spring game at Lancaster decked out head to toe. Yeah. In Clemson gear. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't – he looked like a Clemson football player playing in Lancaster. I, I'm surprised his, his, his coach – Hey, hey, that. look, if he ends up at Texas, you know what he'll say? That was my one time being a Clemson Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else he'll say? He'll say, I've got a lot of gear to give away to friends. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, real quick, I, I want to mention this. Santana Wilson, DB corner out of uh, Desert Mountain, Adrian Wilson's son, former All-Pro Safety – he scheduled his official visit. We reported that today, June 16th to the 18th. He'll be on campus. Did an interview with him a couple weeks ago. That kid is fantastic. I think Arizona State had a, has a pretty large lead there, and I don't know how much Texas is actually pushing at this moment, but they're going to get him on campus for an official, so you know things can always change there. Selman Bridges is still trending Texas. I love where the, where the horns stand with him right now. That's the four-star corner out of Lake Belton. You still have the Wardell Mac factor. If that kid wants to jump in, I always think of Jerry when when I come up with the, when the, with those. If he wants to jump in, they're gonna take him. That's a no brainer. Um, Eli Bowen, that's a guy I think Texas fans need to kind of get used to a little bit. He's supposed to come in at some point again at some point this summer. Um, that one is is hard to to, to, to gauge because people want to say, well, he might join his brother Peyton in Oklahoma. I find that highly unlikely. I don't think – Peyton Bowen may not make it out of the fall at Oklahoma, much less Eli Bowen signing there as well. 
Texas likes him. They're going to try to get him back on campus again. Corner and, and safety is kind of a fluid spot because Jordan Johnson rebel at safety. Jordan Johnson rebel at safety, obviously a Texas lead. Yeah, oh, and, 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 and the top guy. And look, him and Corey Gibson grew up together in Fort Worth, by the yes, way. They did. Gibson's goes to Lancaster, but they grew up playing youth ball in Fort Worth uh, together. So, uh, again, if, if Corian doesn't commit to Clemson here and ends up at Texas that last weekend with JJR and some of those guys, we'll see what happens. Uh, Josh Lair also coming in, Miles Davis. Well, I, think safety, I think safety and Miles Davis, I think safety is interesting. Does, take, does Texas take two safeties in this class is my question. Um, because Miles Davis, uh, Josh Lair, both very talented guys. Lair's more of a box player. Miles Davis plays corner at Converse Judson, but is – Definitely a off-ball safety. I think it's interesting to see where they go at defensive back there. Um, and a lot of that will ultimately probably come down to what Sark wants to do. Here's my as it relates to all of this, guys, is, you know, we, we went over the numbers. And I with 48 guys coming in, you just don't – you can't have a great read right now on that many guys. Right. You know, and so I feel I feel like we're going to see some real movement uh, each and every week as we do these, and that's one of the reasons I was asking, like, what's the latest thing to happen? Uh, hopefully, we're getting everybody used to the names. That's it. So that they can follow and track with us as these things occur over the next three, four weeks, uh, because we know things are coming down the pike. All right, I want to switch gears completely, guys, uh, and we only have a couple more minutes here. And I want to talk about some 2025s that were on campus this weekend. Okay. KJ Lacey, obviously, the quarterback from Sarah Land, Alabama. Everybody knows he's committed to Texas. What a fantastic player he is. Take me down and give me two guys each. You yeah. can't, you each have to take two different guys. Justin, I'm going to give you an opportunity to go first. You talk about two 2025s that were there that you want to talk about. Okay, well that that one's gonna be easy for me. I won't I won't take any of Jerry's thunder. Um, Harlan Berry, number one running back in the nation, twenty twenty five. Uh, I was fortunate enough when one of the games I went down to see uh, Arch Manning in New Orleans. They had a double header at Isidore Newman, and the first game was was St. Martin's Episcopal, and this sophomore tailback that ran like the wind. He, he looked fantastic. Three weeks later, Texas offers him. I talked to him a couple months ago. It felt like Texas kind of hadn't had as much contact with him. Maybe some, I, I felt like some other tailbacks may have kind of jumped up the, the, the ranks a little bit, like a Tiger ridden, you know, a, a Jordan Davis and guys like that. But right now, uh, Tashar Choice is doing a great job there. He very loved it. He loved Choice. He loves uh, Terry Joseph, who's also involved in the recruitment. I don't think he's an LSU kid like most in-state studs in Louisiana are. And that, I find that very odd, uh, not to say he wouldn't, but, you know, this is a kid that has a Stanford offer. This is a kid that's talking to Ivy League schools. He's also a kid that's won the 100-meter dash back-to-back -back years in the state of Louisiana in the state track meet as a freshman and as a sophomore. That's ridiculous. Getting him on campus this weekend I thought was big. He loved it. I fully expect him to be back for a game this fall. And then Michael Fasusi, offensive tackle out of Louisville, uh, got to catch up with him. He remains one of the top priorities at tackle on the offensive line board for 2025. Guys, every coach I've talked to says that's what a future NFL draft pick looks like at 15 years old. That's what he looks like. Six foot four and a half, 280, 290 pounds, great feet, kind of growing into his body. He had some great quotes, but I think the best one was, you know, he stayed three days in Austin. 
He stayed three days. And one of those days, one, two, two of those days was with Neto Umiazulu. And he's starting to build a friendship with these Texas players. And I asked him about that. You know, what's it like kind of being around those guys? And he said, man, those guys are a brotherhood. They're like brothers. They love each other. They fight for each other. And he goes, I love that. Michael Fasusi's recruitment is early. And it is nowhere close to the finish line. But Texas has a lead there that is sizable right now. And when you're looking at in-state talent, and you're looking at a guy like a Michael Fasusi, who is a national recruit, he'll be at USC th- this week. He's also got stops at like Tennessee, Notre Dame. Fasusi's got a lot of, lot of, lot of in Auburn. He's got a lot of places to see. Texas did a tremendous job with Harlem Barry and Michael Fasusi on Saturday. All right, that's your two, Fasusi and Barry. Jerry, who you got? Well, I'll start with my number two guy, then end with the uh, with the number one guy. Uh, but Ethan uh, Utley, the defensive lineman out of Innsworth in Nashville. Look, Texas has offered a lot of defensive linemen around the SEC region, but Tennessee, this is the first they've offered in Tennessee. Uh, so, you know, it's the first time we get to talk about Texas offering a national defensive lineman. He's over Innsworth. Uh, Bobby, you know the breakdown there. I think that's where Faith and Tim's kids go to high school. And I don't know if Herb Street's kids go there, but everybody else has that puts a mic in front of them. Uh, so, He's a 6'4", 275-pound kid that Texas offered at camp after he absolutely looked tremendous. Uh, uh, him and Zion Williams uh, both got some really good reviews. Uh, Williams out of Lufkin, 2025. They got really good reviews at the camp. Uh, in Texas, that's a big offer for him. Look, Tennessee, obviously people think he ends up at Tennessee, but we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, you got all the SECs involved there. He's a big upside, high upside guy. And then we got to end the show with DeCorey and Moore, right? I mean – Look, he's the best receiver in Texas, period. I mean, no offense to any of the guys in 2024. You're looking up at DeCorian Moore. DeCorian Moore just moves different. It's a different feel with him. Um, and I was actually talking to uh, Jeff Kelly, the Sarah Land head coach today, and kind of, we kind of went back and forth on Ryan Williams. And then I mentioned, you know, mentioned DeCorian Moore, too. Um, and those are the two top receivers in the country in 2025. But DeCorey Moore, I think, is a Texas lean over LSU. We'll see if he shows up at LSU in the next few days. Uh, Keelan Russell will be down there uh, midweek for his uh, camp workout at LSU. Uh, but he's really good friends with JV and Holiday. The moms are very good friends. Um, and so I think Texas is the favorite for both those kids. Um, and LSU has always been the school other than Texas DeCorey Moore mentions the most. Uh, this was his first time spending time with Chris Jackson one-on-one, so that was big in this recruitment because no matter how hard Sark, Banks, and those guys recruit and Moore, his mom's from Austin, his grandmother went to UT, there's a lot of people in Austin, his family members, he still has to feel comfortable with Chris Jackson uh, for Texas to win this recruitment. So that was big to spend time with him on Saturday. And again, another kid that came in Friday didn't leave till Sunday. So Texas got their guys on campus for multiple days. Um, so that's those are the two my guys, Chase. Uh, I mean, Ch- Ethan Utley, Chase Utley can hit a baseball. Ethan Utley can hit a quarterback, and uh, Decorian Moore. Yeah, hey, thanks, Jerry. Those are great ones. Uh, some other guys that I, I'm kind of surprised, Justin, you didn't go talk about Demetrius Brisbane, the type Tyler Chapel Hill young man that got a got you a. Gave me two. You gave me two. <laughs> Tyler Thomas, offensive hey, lineman. Down. Hey, yeah. hold on a second. Let me finish, Justin. Tyler Thomas, offensive lineman down Jerry's way at Dickinson, uh, also was offered there. A tight end, uh, there was a tight end in town that had been offered. Tiger Ridden, the the, four, the state championship game star from DeSoto. It was a star-studded 2025 weekend is my point. 
And I know you guys, I, I made y'all narrow it down because we're running long here. But uh, anyways, all right, for, that's going to be it for this week's recruiting breakdown. Uh, we'll be in, on again next week with the same show, same time. For Jerry Hamilton and Justin Wells, both of InsideTexas.com, I'm Bobby Burton. Thanks for watching.